Welcome back to the second hour of Gesundheit with Jacobus. Here again is your host, Jacobus Holloway. And I thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, we are talking with Dr. Gaetano Morello, a uh, Bachelor of Science naturopathic doctor who is with us on the phone talking from Vancouver, Canada. We are talking with him about detoxing. De- what does it mean to do a detox? When do you decide to do one? How do you approach it? What are the different ways of doing it? Uh, what are some of the things that you can expect? What are some of the symptoms we may be looking for? These are all these are all qu- questions that we hope to address today. Dr. Morello has is a regular guest on radio and TV, and he works with doctors and naturopathic physicians and pharmacists and health experts and on the scientific use of natural medicines in the fields of cardiology, immunology, gastroenterology, anti-aging, and detoxification. And uh, we appreciate he is with us today. He is also an educator for the company Nature's Way and Enzymatic Therapy. And uh, they are very reputable companies in the natural supplement industry. We hope you check them out and get more information about them. So, Dr. Morello, thanks so much for being with us today. I have to tell you that first hour hour went by fast, and you gave some very, very good information already, and we appreciate you doing it. Yeah, it does go by fast. (laughs) Yes. It goes by quick. I told Uh, you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, as we're talking here about the detoxing, um, let's uh, let's let's we, we were talking about you mentioning uh, a roommate uh, doing a little, maybe a little bit too much <laughs> detoxing here. So let's let, go to yeah, go ahead. Well, it's, actually, it's a good story because it was my uh, my first uh, my first look at uh, somebody who was on a, on a detox program, and uh, and I, this is my first year. Uh, uh, at Bastyr, and you know, I, so I'm, I'm coming from the mainstream, and uh, so I, uh, and he was an intelligent uh, uh, individual. My, actually, my roommate was a medical doctor who's studying to be a naturopath. So uh-huh. he was in his third year, and and he was just into detoxifying. So he was always on these detox uh, programs. Yeah. And uh, I, I tell you, after six months, I had to tell him, I go, what exactly is it that you're doing? Because you look terrible. And and he told me he was detoxifying. He was always fasting. And uh, and he really did look uh, unhealthy, and I, I noticed that uh, you know jaundice uh, skin, really dry skin, uh, uh, lots of wrinkles, uh, low energy levels. Uh, uh, his movement was was staggered, and uh, one of the things that I wanted to find out was uh, what he was doing. So I did, and then why he was looking the way he was looking, and <laughs> I did, and I and I found out exactly physiologically why this detox that he was doing was having a negative impact on his health and physiology. And so, because uh, I, I, I really like to understand the answers as to why. Uh, that's the question I always ask, why? And uh, once I found out why, uh, then I was able to uh, develop a system or a program that makes logical scientific sense on getting rid of chemicals, because the body does do it. Uh, we need to enhance the body's ability to do that. And we can do that. So uh, uh, understanding that, always understanding what, uh, when something isn't working properly, why it's not working properly, and then doing something about it. So uh, our conversation is going to be what we need to do to scientifically uh, uh, detoxify our bodies from these chemicals or lower our body burn. So, you know, because we have to look at this, we have to look at this. So what, what is it that we're trying to accomplish? What's our goal? 
what is our goal in detox? Our goal in detoxification is to reduce body burden. Body burden is, again, the total amount of chemical toxins present in the body at any given moment. Mm-hmm. And the process of doing that involves a number of different parts. Uh, uh, one of the parts is to minimize toxic exposure. Okay. Uh, second part is to ensure that you have an optimal diet. The third part is to optimize optimize bowel health. What I mean by that is that the caveat of all healing actually happens in the gastrointestinal tract. Without having an optimal digestive tract, you can't really detoxify. So we need to really optimize bowel health. Yeah. We want to strengthen antioxidant reserves. It is imperative that you have good antioxidant levels in your system when you're detoxifying. In other words, you need lots of fire extinguishers, or else you're going to get a forest fire in your whole body and look like my roommate. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Fifth, you need to improve mitochondrial functionality, and what that means is you need to improve your body's ability to create energy because detoxification mechanisms are energy dependent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the energy molecule in your body is called ATP, which is produced through a process called cellular respiration. This is the production of energy. So you need to make sure that that is optimally functioning. And a lot of us are always tired and fatigued because we're not producing enough energy. We don't need the caffeine. What we need is to enhance energy production. And that's another topic that we could talk about. Then you need to enhance the detox mechanisms in the liver, which are phase one and phase two, and we'll need to get into detail about what what those are and how they look like. And then lastly, you need, and something you already talked about, is we need to enhance heavy metal detoxification. And how do we do that? How does the body get rid of heavy metals? Yes. And we need to enhance that. And that, in a nutshell, is scientific detoxification. I see. There's many, many layers that we need to understand to do it right. And that's why it's been done so wrong. When you look at these commercials on TV, these infomercials, and they're talking about all sorts of weird things, and you know that you've got these long, torturous, uh, fossilized, snake-looking things that are coming out of your, 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 your bottom. Yes. into the. I mean, that, that's not what toxins look like. Toxins are invisible chemicals. You can't yes, see yeah. them. <laughs> You know, and this is what we need to learn. Yeah. And so th- that's not detoxification. Um, so uh, we need to learn what it is. And, and, and these are the systems that we need to employ. So we can go through them step by step. Uh, and we can go through each one of these things I just discussed yeah. in, our, in our discussion in the next couple of hours. So we really get a really good idea of what this process really involves. Yeah, and I, I, I think part of that is, and there's a question that I would like to throw in right now, is it safe for anybody to just detox, or do we need to look at, at, at their age, or maybe are these people taking prescription drugs that we have to keep in mind as they go through a detox process, and maybe look at disorders such as the thyroid disorders that are so rampant these days? Uh, I think those are questions as well. Anybody can just go ahead and buy some kind of a kit that is like a two-week or one-month or one-week detox thing, and they will probably feel better. But I tell people, uh, and uh, as I mentioned, detoxing, as it comes up, uh, it's a popular thing. And people will come to the store or they go to a health food store, and then they say, what is your best 
detox product. And then I tell them, first of all, I said, nothing is the best unless you come out of it with a plan that you that you say, okay, this is my step one. I want to do this, but my step two is already in my mind because when I go through this detoxing and as I come out of it, I am going to make some positive changes in in my life that will enhance the detox and the detox process, the, the product that I'm going to take, the capsules I'm taking are just going to be the spark that gets it all going and that activates it. And then I'm just going to be cruising after that. Uh, I often see that people like to do some kind of a spring cleanse and then they go right back to where they started. And that means that they're not really seeing the progress uh, in three months from now that they were maybe hoping to see. It, it takes an overall approach and I think it takes some studying. You cannot just take capsules and just take them for the sake of taking it. You will probably see some benefits, but the long-term benefits will only be there if you actually read on it, study it, understand it, listen to your body, watch for certain signs and symptoms that may come up that you could expect, and then take that to the next level whereby you actually are changing some of the things in your life. Is, is, that, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say, and uh, yes, uh, absolutely. And this is why uh, uh, this is the process of anything that you do health-wise. The first part is education. You need to learn about it. The second part is utilizing the right tools because there's a lot of products out there that are useless products. So you need to go to a, a health food store that has knowledgeable staff that can put you in the right direction and give you the right tools. And the third part is you have to follow through compliance. So those are three critical elements. That's right. It's, it's, it's at the beginning of my book that I talk about the critical elements in, in, in accomplishing anything to do with health. You need to have those three, education, tools, and compliance. By the way, how can and, people get a hold of your book? Um, you know, they can get it on Amazon. You can get it in uh, uh, various bookstores, in the uh, Barnes & Noble in the U.S. I mean, okay. It's, it's, it's readily available. Um, so just look up Whole Body Cleansing and you'll be able Because it, it is a really good easy-to-read, uh, scientific approach uh, to uh, uh, to whole-body cleansing, the concept of it. Okay, folks, uh, and, and, and I, I agree yeah, with... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And I, and I agree with what you said. Uh, there could be side effects from this, and I'm going to give you why that is. I, I want I, I like to hear that from you, but I first want to tell people, uh, again, your name so they can write it down if they're looking for your book, Whole Body Cleansing. Uh, the last name is Morello, M-O-R-E-L-L-O, and the first name is uh, Gaetano, and it is spelled with a G-A-E-T-A-N-O, G-A-E-T-A-N-O, Morello. And then you can find his information either on Amazon.com or you can go to Barnes & Nobles and other bookstores and check it out. See if you can get the book, if they can order it for you, if you are interested in this and get a a layman's as well as in very educated view on how to help the body detox correctly. So uh, go ahead, doctor. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example of when you said about you know if you have a thyroid problem, if you have this problem or yes. that problem, yes. could this be? Yes, it can be. And I'll give you an example as to why that is. Uh, I, I have a, a section in my book on on obesity and and, and chemical toxins and. Uh, one of the uh, references I, I, I got was a, a, a study uh, from 2004 uh, in toxicology, the journal, and what they did was this. They followed a group of people.
people uh, that they put on a restricted calorie exercise program, uh, uh, and it was a study uh, for these people to lose weight. So what they did was they followed this group of people losing weight, and what they measured was really interesting. They, they, they measured a number of different parameters. I'll give you some of what they measured. They measured uh, first weight loss. They measured how much fat they lost, adipose tissue. They measured their basal metabolic rate. Uh-huh. This is your, your metabolic rate. Uh, addressed what, how much energy do you need? How many calories do you burn when you do nothing? When you just lay there, that's called basal metabolic rate. Huh. They also measured T3 levels. Uh, T3 is your active thyroid hormone, which controls metabolism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They also measured organochloride levels. Now, for the, your audience who doesn't know what organochlorides are, organochlorides are the most common form of pesticide found in foods. 80 to 90% of all U.S. foods have pesticides in them. Okay. Uh, only the organically certified organic foods don't have pesticides, but 80 to 90% of all foods have pesticides. Mm-hmm. Organochloride mm-hmm. is the most common form of pesticide. What they found was this in this study. As these people were losing adipose tissue, in other words, as they were losing weight, their organochloride levels were going way up. Oh, of course. Huh. Because they're losing fat. Yes. Now... This is what's interesting. As that was happening, their T3 levels were dropping okay. because the pesticides were having an impact on the thyroid gland, interfering with T3 production. So what happened with these people is their, their uh, uh, metabolism slowed right down and their weight loss plateaued. So the, oh. the, the, the weight loss was actually pinching and allowing chemicals to come out of the body, but because they weren't binding those chemicals, they were impacting the endocrine system. One of those systems was the thyroid gland, really validating what you just said, that people need to be careful because they can, they can have an impact on, on various other systems in the body. What this gives us is a couple of, of really important things. One, verifies what you just said. Two, gives us a new insight onto the obesity problem. Could it be related to chemical toxins in the environment? Oh. And there's a huge argument that's saying, yes, there is a relationship. Because when you affect the endocrine system, you can, infrank, you can affect a person's ability to gain weight because you're slowing down metabolism. And this kind of, in certain ways, uh, gives us another insight into why person A who eats nonstop never gains weight, and person B who eats very or less gains a lot of weight. This, this gives us a little bit of information as to what may be going on in those two types of individuals. Detoxification can play a role in all this. Do you see all the different uh, tentacles that this uh, understanding detoxification can have? It's, it's vast. Yeah, it's it vast, is. vast, vast. It's, there's more to it than taking a supplement or a kit, then you're done in two weeks. It's, it's, there's a lot more to it, and that's why we need to learn about it. By learning about it, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things we can do. You know, that's, that's so interesting. I, I'm just finishing up an article 
that is going to be published in a magazine, and it is about uh, about uh, um, the th- actually it is about hormones, are confusing hormones, and it talks about I'm talking about the adrenals and the effects that the the the, the hormones, the the epinephrine, norepinephrine, and cortisol have based on the different stress levels and how it says over here. Um, as far as the stress response pathways are concerned, there are different strokes for different folks. If stress is perceived as a challenge to take over control, the adrenal medulla releases the fight hormone norepinephrine. Um, in case that stress causes a feeling of loss of control, then the medulla releases epinephrine, the flight anxiety hormone. Both fight and flight responses cause an accelerated heartbeat and release of fatty acids in the blood. When stress is prolonged and there is a hopeless feeling of defeat, so the people really feel like I can't handle it anymore, then the adrenal cortex releases cortisol, and this may cause a change in eating habits, often referred to as stress eating, which can lead to enhanced fat creation, uh, lipogenesis, deep abdominal obesity, tissue breakdown, and immunosuppression. And it says many people who try to lose weight will tell you that they don't eat much, but it is the stress in their life that causes the overproduction of cortisol, which will take everything they eat and store it in case better times may never come. It is a survival mechanism. For these people to lose the weight, they will need to do more than just eat differently. And and that kind of... I think about that as you're talking here about the, 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 the you said when people are trying to losing the fat, the, 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 the toxins come up, the, the TSH goes down, the weight loss plateaus. Would you add indeed the stresses of everyday life to it, that it, it, just, it just goes into a complete survival mechanism? Yeah, well, the stress of everyday life, you know, um, one of the ways I describe it, for people to understand, because a lot of people have a hard time with firefight, it's basically. Let me let me let me just give an example. Of what's going on uh, when the zebra meets the lion in the jungle? The zebra is going to really get stressed out because the lion is going to eat it. And at that moment, like you just expressed, with the epinephrine, norepinephrine, cortisol levels rise. And what happens when that elevation in cortisol it, it, it stimulates something we call a sympathetic response? What happens is. The little blood vessels feeding the gut shut down. They close up. And when they close up, your digestive tract slows down. And the reason why it's doing that is to allow blood to go to the peripheral tissues because the zebra at that moment has only two choices to make. Either fights the lion or runs away from the lion. That's why it's called the fight or flight response. Yeah. And what the zebra decides to do is to run away from the lion. And at that moment, the sympathetic response also shuts down the detox mechanisms, it slows down the immune system, and so as the zebra runs, eventually beats the lion, now it's in the metals, everything comes back down, the digestive tract comes back, the detox system comes back, the immune system comes back, and all of a sudden, stress really has saved that zebra's life, and this is what stress is all about, that's why we have that response. But in our daily lives, like you just mentioned, you're stressed because of mortgage payments, because of credit card bills, because of relationships, because of driving and trap, whatever it is. And that elevation stays there, so your digestive tract stays shut down. This is why there's so many digestive disorders, because of stress levels. Because you're not 
there's no blood circulating in the gut. How can how can your digestion work properly? Yes. So you create all sorts of havoc in that in that arena, and that leads to oh my goodness, it leads to a a, a mess. And I, I think one of the things that we definitely need to talk about. Well, we will. We will uh, do that as, well, as soon as we come back. Right after the break. Yeah, let's yeah. do that after the break. Then we have more time, and I'm more I'm more restful that way. Folks, <laughs> stay tuned. Better than pleading the fifth. Why must I be surrounded by fools? Becoming a student of the Gesundheit with Jacobus radio show. 